This is a snippet from the hour-long workshop Leadership in Women, where Nicole shares how her journey of death and rebirth has shaped the life of her dreams. It is followed by a 15-minute guided meditation where you too have the opportunity to meet the most free and alive version of yourself. Beautiful. Yeah, so my name is Nicole Costeras and I got invited today to speak about leadership. And to be very honest, if someone would have told me that five years ago, I would not have believed that. Because five years ago, my dream was to have a successful massage practice here in Holland. And my whole work was still Dutch. I was, yeah, I was fully Dutch working in Holland, very locally. Um, and by that time, I had no idea where I would be today. And that's what I want to speak with you about today. I really would love that this hour can inspire you to embrace your soul leadership more. And when I share about soul leadership, what I mean is soul leadership for me is so deeply embodying your own unique gifts that you naturally assist, inspire and teach others from that. And so I feel like wherever you are in that right now, I would love that this hour can have you feel more trust and more faith and more courage to walk that path, whatever is your gift. And so I also want to point out that when I speak about soul leadership, it doesn't need to be that you will be a facilitator that works internationally. It can also be that your deepest like the, your deepest soul leadership is in being a mom full time and, and pouring all your soul's love and heart and care into that. So whatever, whatever shape or color your soul leadership has for you, it's fully welcome. Yeah, and with that, I want to release the ideas that it needs to look a certain way. So in this hour, I'm gonna share some things with you. I'm gonna share some of my own experiences, but I also really want to take you into some experience inside yourself. Uh, so will it be a blend of meditation, of visualization, but also for you to reflect? Because I feel we're in this month of December where it's so beautiful to look back and reflect upon this year. The previous call was about cycles, about uh, our menstrual cycles, our monthly cycles. And here in Soul Leadership, I want to also expand it to different cycles that are happening simultaneously. Because while our monthly cycle for us as women is happening, whether you're still in your blood time or after your blood time, um, there's also bigger cycles where we are feeling pulled inwards and later on coming out outwards again. And if I look back on 2020, I feel that this year, I feel for most of us has been a year where there was an invitation of a lot of inward time with the global lockdowns happening. I feel the world was almost forced to go inside. And I feel also what 2020 gave us is an opportunity to make a decision if we allow this global crisis to let us break, break us or let us break us open. And this will define the experience that you've been having about 2020. Have you allowed this global crisis to let you let it break you? Or could we receive it as a deeper gift where we had the opportunity to let us break open? And so I feel that if you look back on 2020, I feel curious what the gifts of 2020 have been for you and what the pressure of the global crisis has been cooking inside of you. 
And just as we were in this five minute break, I just hear this word diamond and I, I Google online and I find this quote and it says, a diamond is a chunk of coal that did well under pressure. And I feel it's the same with soul leadership. Sometimes we need a certain pressure or a certain amount of being uncomfortable that creates the right pressure for our soul's gift to, to crystallize and to come out. So if you look back on 2020, what has that been for you? Where has 2020 been uncomfortable for you or where has it been offering some pressure? And with that, has it been inviting you to step up into something more fully? And if that something comes up for you, I would love if you can share that in the chat. Yeah. Hmm. So for me, it has definitely been to embrace my leadership more fully. Because when I started, I would say to around 2015, I made this decision that I would only follow my aliveness, no matter what comes up. I decided I would only follow where my life force is guiding me, where my deeper knowing or my intuition is guiding me, even if I feel scared as shit, even if my whole like body gets washed over with doubts even if I feel super overwhelmed, to still go in the direction of where my aliveness is guiding me. And you know, for me, it didn't start with really big decisions. For me, it started, I would say around 2014, where I said, okay, in the weekends, I'm going to make two hours available where I only follow my aliveness for two hours a week. The rest of the week, I was still working as a social worker, I loved my job, but I also felt trapped in the system. I felt something deeper wanted to come out, but I also had no idea how or where or what, like what was my purpose? I had a sense of it, but it, it, was, it wasn't fully coming out yet. And so I started with these two hours a week of fully surrendering myself to follow my aliveness, my excitement or what lits me up or what relaxed me or what felt most nourishing for me. So if following your aliveness, I, I don't know where you're at in that process, so I'll just create some entrance points at different stages, but following your aliveness can be as simple as the question, what feels most nourishing for me right now? I know that that helped me a lot when I started to create this commitment for myself, what feels most nourishing for myself right now? And sometimes that would look like relaxing and doing nothing. And you know, when we can follow that, when we can follow what feels most nourishing or alive for us in this moment, that will actually be more of support for our purpose than thinking, oh, what should I do now to live my purpose more? It's in following those subtle signals that guide us along the way in each moment. And so these two hours a week, they started to expand through the whole weekend. They started to expand through multiple days in the week. And they started to invite me to let go of my, of my job more and to step more fully into what my soul came here to bring. And so before I knew it, it was my whole week that was filled with what felt alive for me. And my experience is also that when we start to go into connecting deeper to our aliveness in each moment, that there are certain gatekeepers, you could also almost call it, certain gatekeepers that will hold us back or can hold us back. 
And so these three gatekeepers I found are fear, doubt, and overwhelm. And maybe you recognize some of those that when you start to, to follow more your aliveness and your excitement, that maybe doubt comes up and you're like, yeah, but who, who would want to join this? Or is it even like, is it even valuable enough to share this with the world? Or who would be interested in this? Or is this is really this my intuition? Or am I making this up? Or it could be that the gatekeeper of fear comes up and you start to, to feel afraid that maybe you cannot do this. Maybe you should study a bit more. Maybe you still, after all these courses, and have, after all these courses haven't done enough so that it's good enough to share it with the world. Or it can be that so much inspiration comes to you that you feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. So maybe you want to let me know so in the chat if you recognize one of these gatekeepers and which one can show up for you the most, or maybe it's even all three. And I'll check the chat for what you said about 2020. Yeah, I see it. Liza says activation connection to the earth's portals transcendence for 2020. Livia says 2020 gave me a feeling of now or never. Exactly. Yeah, I recognize that. Bravery, courage to be seen, heard, and self-love. When I love myself so much, I can share myself with others online. Yeah. I love that you share this. I hope I say your name right, Livia. Because um, I feel like in order to go more into our soul leadership, we need a certain amount of courage. We need a certain amount of bravery because we're stepping out of how many people on this planet are still doing today. And that is we, we, many of us still live our life according to what we think we should live or according what society uh, accepts as normal. Or um, so I feel it asks a certain amount of bravery and a certain amount of courage to go into that. Carola says 2020 supported my process of being more with myself and putting myself first. Beautiful. Yeah. Lynn says not interacting with clients for a longer stretch of time allowed me to drop into silence and to receive inspiration clearer than ever. I can so resonate with that. I feel like when the first lockdowns happened here in Holland, um, I completely lost all my work. And Women of Ancient Futures was already quite an established business, but everything was offline, everything was in person. So when the lockdowns happened, I lost my whole business basically. And for three months I was on, on the government support, on the TOSO, because nothing was happening in my business. And because nothing was happening, I was allowed to meet myself deeper and to go into silence. And like, like Lynn says, to through that receive new inspiration. So it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a cycle of death and birth. So whatever has been dying for you this year, something new has been birthing already or will birth from that. And so after these first lockdowns that have been happening, women of ancient futures went through a rebirth where everything kind of exploded and it, and it grew so much I couldn't keep up with it. So it doesn't matter where in this cycle of death and rebirth you are right now. Know that if you're at a point where you feel like, oh my God, everything is falling apart, that it's the opportunity to go inside and to listen to what will emerge from that because something deeper will emerge from that. 
Yeah. So I see some of the gatekeepers that you're sharing is self-doubt. Someone says self-doubt. A lot of uncomfortableness and resistance this year. Yeah. Those gatekeepers uncomfortable, but there for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. And here, Nazmi, I hope I say it right. Such a beautiful name. Staying true to myself and being more authentic by conquering my fears and getting out of my comfort zone. A magical year of growth. Yes. I love that you share that because I, I think I named it before when we descend deeper in our soul leadership, we're going to get uncomfortable, period. And if there's a person who doesn't, I would like to meet that person because so far, it's just such a part of the process of coming out more fully. We're gonna get uncomfortable. And it's like, it, it refers to this quote about the diamond, you know, the diamond needs pressure in order to shine and to come out fully. And so this pressure helps us if we can receive it in that way. Because I see in the women that I'm working with that they have these dreams and they see, they see what their soul is coming, coming for. They feel that they feel the gift they want to bring into the world. But as soon as they start to come out and these gatekeepers start to show up, they go back, they go back into their cave and go back into their hiding because they're not sure and they start to doubt. And so what, what can be really helpful here is this shift of perspective of how you receive these gatekeepers. Instead of letting these gatekeepers be a sign for you to go back into your hiding, let these gatekeepers be the inspiration and the signaling that you're actually going in the right direction. That's why they are showing up. And this shift of perspective changed my life. So every time now that fears come up, I know I'm going in the right direction because it's in this stretching zone that our soul leadership can start to shine more fully. In our comfort zone, it will not happen. It's in like stepping out of our comfort zone and allow ourselves to be stretched where our soul can start to shine more fully. So where, where that stretches for you is different for everyone. I would say it's the point, the sweet point where you feel like on your edge but not too far where your system panics. Because if your system panics, then no stretching is possible anymore. But like the edge of the edge of where you're feeling really uncomfortable, but still you feel like I'm here, I can do it and I can hold myself in my fears. That's the sweet spot of stretching. Yeah. And I remember like, like one example for me that was like such a big stretch was um, I remember two years ago, I was in my bed and it was in the middle of the night. I tend to get my inspiration a lot in the night. I don't know how that is for all of you, um, but it was in the night and suddenly I see this big church in Amsterdam and I see a hundred women dressed in red in a circle and they're like praying together and dancing together and sounding together and celebrating being a woman. And I was like, what is this vision? I felt in my soul that this was a vision that wanted to birth through me. But immediately also all these doubts came up, like how, how am I ever gonna organize such a big event? Like how, how <laughs> all these doubts and fears. Um, but I knew that I knew that there would be a day when it would birth. 
And so I think it was last year, last year, March, when I held this first International Women's Day in Amsterdam in the Posthorn Church. And we were there with a hundred women dressed in red. And I was there standing in front of the group, nervous and super grateful in the same time, because I saw that vision that I was having right in front of me. And I'm sharing this because I know this is true for all of you here, that whatever your dream or vision is, it's coming to you for a reason. And sometimes, we, and yeah, what I want to share here is that we cannot control when this vision will happen and how this vision will happen, but it's coming to you for a reason. Yeah. My experience with the unfoldment of visions is that they need a certain ripening time. So it's almost like a baby that we carry in our womb and it needs time to ripen, time to, 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 yeah, to get ready to birth. So even if you have a vision and you're like, yeah, but it's not birthing yet and maybe it's not gonna happen, it's probably still ripening inside your womb, getting ready to birth itself. And the birthing of the, of the vision goes in a super illogical way. So where maybe in like through masculine, like maybe the old way of mind masculine leadership, we would make a 12 step plan in order for our soul's gift to birth. And that's not how it's working. Because I, I remember setting up a business years ago through this 12 step plan, it didn't work at all. <laughs> Actually, this business never even manifested at all. My experience of how our soul work births itself, it's going from front to Z, to A to left, to, to all kinds of directions, and sometimes doesn't make sense. But it's because a deeper intelligence is working behind it. And this deeper intelligence has a different structure of time and space than we have with our logical mind. The unfoldment of our soul work, we cannot grasp it with our logical mind because a deeper intelligence is working through us. So if you're, what feels most nourishing for you right now is to read a book and to rest and to do nothing, trust that deeper intelligence because it might be step three of the 12 step plan for birthing your, birthing your offering into the world, you know? Um, and that asks for some courage. That asks for some letting go of control because we cannot control how this deeper intelligence works through us. Yeah. I think this might actually also be a beautiful moment to guide you into meditation where you can connect deeper to this most free and alive self inside of you to like the deeper layers of your soul that want to unhide more fully. <sighs> and in the meantime, we can maybe all take a few deep breaths in and out. Maybe feel if your body needs a stretch or some touch, some movement. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, just taking a few breaths and finding yourself in a comfortable position. Ah. 
and allowing your breath to deepen. Relaxing your jaw, softening your breath. And allowing your breath to descend down into your hips, into your base, into your womb. Letting a few breaths of relaxation soften your base. And then allowing your energy to expand towards your front as if it's becoming more spacious towards your front. And know that your intention is enough. Allowing it to expand towards your back, more and more spacious. Towards your left and right. And letting your energy drop deep down into the ground. All the way down to the core of the earth. Beautiful. And allowing it to expand high into the sky. All the way up to the galaxy. And then resting is this open awareness. And I will take you on to a guided journey where I invite you to keep all your senses open to what you are seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling, and tasting. Trusting whatever comes to you, no matter how subtle or big. And I invite you to imagine a stairways going down with five steps. Maybe you see the stairs. Or maybe it's just a knowing that they are there. Walking down to four, three, and allowing each step to relax you even deeper. Two, one, and then you're down the stairs. Now in front of you, there is a door. And behind this door is your magical place in nature. Whenever you're ready, I invite you to walk through the door and keep your senses open. Keep your senses open to the kind of nature that you're walking into. Noticing what it feels like beneath your feet. The kind of trees or waters or animals that are there. 
and the whole vibration vibration that this forest emanates to you. And then you're reaching an open field. In this open field, there's someone waiting for you. This is your most free and alive self. The version of you that is fully living her soul's essence. That is fully embodying your unique gifts. Just notice what she looks like. What she feels like. Noticing how she moves. The qualities that she's naturally emanating. and find yourself really close to her. Receiving her transmission in pictures, sounds, words, images, sensations. What is her message for you? taking her in fully, knowing that she is you and you are her. And then follow your intuition to anything that wants to be shared or done between you. making sure that you give her a big hug, acknowledge her and thank her because she is alive inside of you. And then allow yourself to melt together as one in this embrace. until you're totally merged together, her alive inside of you. And slowly finding your way through the forest. taking in this magical place of nature, 
and this time with her fully alive inside of you. Finding your way back to the door. And walking up the steps to one, two, three. So you welcome her inside of you and with you to four and five. Maybe giving yourself a stretch, some touch or a deep breath. Whenever you're ready, opening your eyes. Beautiful. Thank you for journeying with us today. If you feel ready to deepen your soul work, check out Nicole's online program called Channeling Your Higher Self, a six-week self-study journey in which you get super clear on your purpose and mission, learn simple yet powerful ways to manifest your dream life, be fully expressed and take up space in the world, and live your purpose from a place of freedom and ease. Find the link in the description of this episode. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.